If it matters to you, it matters to us. Call Tip today on 1-800-938-007. So I'm now to speak to our GP, and that's uh, Dr. Pat Harold, who is based in Nina. Good morning to you, Pat. Good morning, Pat. Uh, good to talk to you today. I know we're going to speak about vertigo, but first of all, Ali tells me you, you, you have a little bit of laryngitis today, Pat. I have a little bit of laryngitis. I'm, I'm talking like um, like this, you know, friend. I've got sort of great gravitas in my voice. <laughs> and uh, what's laryngitis, you say? Well, like you, friend, I'll, I'll tell you, it's, it's what you can hear in me. I have force. And it's generally caused by a virus. And it sorts of settles down. You know, when you... When you there's sore throats of various kinds. Mm. And the first thing, um, generally, your bug arrives when it hits your system is it goes and it clattered into your tonsils, which are like the bouncers in a nightclub. Mm. And this is the one that the kids get, you know, you generally don't see it much in older people, you know, I mean, hardly ever. But um, the kids, you can sometimes look in and you'll see two things like red golf balls yes. at the back of the throat. And um, that probably needs an antibiotic, but most of the time, nearly all sore throats are viral. And we're well used to the virus. But this is, this is the thing I've got now. And what you do for you... Um, Complete rest is the thing. So, um, no, stop me talking, isn't it? <laughs> I can tell you. But, um, yeah. but you need to rest. You need to avoid smoke of all kinds, smoky environment and smoking bags and smoking whatever else. And also, um, local honey is great. I wouldn't buy the honey in the supermarket. It's mm. any syrup, just good local Tipperary honey from whenever, wherever you get it, and plenty of people make it. And you sort of go home and keep your mouth shut. Right. No. Yeah. And I often wonder, Pat, because I know people who lose their voice completely with laryngitis. Now, thankfully, that's never happened to me, but some people seem to be more susceptible than others. Is that fair to yeah. say? It, it's a big thing for musicians. Yeah. Um, like, um, a lot of it is, is voice training and doing it properly. He also notices that, and I'm by no means an expert in this, but national school teachers, especially when they get into their 30s, their voices get very sort of hoarse and cracked because they're forcing it properly. And I know speech therapists, speech and language therapists who tell me that all national school teachers and, and I suppose anybody who's talking a lot yeah. loudly, constantly, should get speech therapy and training like singers yes. when they're young before it develops because it can be too late to 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 hack it. But um a lot of musicians get it. Like um I believe Stevie Nicks was really prone to it and um she had all kinds of, you know, terrible things she used to do and gargling and mm. all this sort of stuff. And probably wouldn't talk between shows. Freddie Mercury was prone to it. And my pal Davy and the saw doctors, Davy um, went to a speech and language therapist and he's now back singing better than ever. You know, I mean, a lot better than the better than he was thirty years ago. So, um, you know, it just shows that if you if you do have a professional job, and I wouldn't count myself in that. I mean, I talk all day long, but I generally talk very quietly. Yeah, people, yeah. So I'm not putting a huge strain in my voice. But um, if a virus comes along, even with my age, it's a bit unusual. But um, that's laryngitis, and if you're talking like that, and the worst yeah. thing you can do is keep talking and strain it, and um, you should really go home and get a good book in the way and just tell everybody you're out of business. And uh, that generally does the job. It's interesting. Yeah, a lot of singers would tell you, in fact, uh, Pat, that it's not the singing that um, 
they find damaging, but it's the talking afterwards, and particularly if you're talking with, with loud music in the background or something like that, you know, that is more damaging than the singing. Because they probably sing from the uh, the diaphragm, so it's proper. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know. so they know what they're doing. Yeah, it's, That's it, fascinating. it's interesting. Yeah. Probably it? arguing with managers trying to get money out of <laughs> Yeah, a friend of mine used to call that the agony in the garden at the end of the night when you're trying to get paid, you know. Um, vertigo then, Pat. What, oh, what vertigo. Is it? Now, yeah. I have a special request to talk about vertigo and um, I sent um, I sent the guy off to the physiotherapist to get the vertigo treated and um, he came back, he was absolutely, you know, telling me all about it as if I hadn't sent him in the first place. <laughs> and um, it's, 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 it's an inner ear problem that affects your balance. Mm. And um, the first thing is it's Vertigo feels like everything around you is spinning, and it's it's a little bit more than feeling dizzy. It's a bit, it's a lot more. It's a lot more like feeling drunk, and um, either you're moving or the room is moving. Now, some people can get it for a few seconds, or it can last hours. And in in a very unfortunate case, it can last for days or months. Typically, it sort of lasts kind of a weekend, you know. Um, mm. And most cases, I suppose the big job I'd have now would be distinguishing is this vertigo at all, you know. Um, and if you get something like, okay, if you're banging on and you get double vision or loss of vision, that's not vertical. That's straight into casualty. Okay. Yeah. If you get hearing loss. Um, and now in, in all my years as a GP, I've only seen two people, and funny enough, happen in the same week, who suddenly lost their hearing or flew. Like, bag went. And um, uh, they, they threw everything at them. They threw antivirals at them, antibiotics. They gave them oxygen high pressure, they give them steroids and everything and um, it didn't basically come back, which was very frightening. God, it must have been dread- so frightening. Dreadfully yeah. rare wow. and I don't think any cause was ever put in. Yeah. But, um, it, you know, but I mean, if, you, if you're worried about things like that, you know, the chances of getting that are tiny but mm. I mean, I, I've seen it a couple of times. But anyway, get back to what you think is there. If you have trouble speaking or your leg or arm weakness, numbness or tingling, that's much more like a stroke. Mm. or like a TIA and a TIA is like a warning of a stroke it's like a stroke that happens and then goes away mm. And um, but you need to find out why did this happen because the next one could be 20 times worse so they all need checking out and, mm. and very important if you get any of this stuff don't drive you know or put yourself in a dangerous situation you know yes. like up and up the ladder or something because um, until you're quite happy that you're uh, that you're feeling okay you know Mm-hmm. And and sometimes it occurs to me, I drive and thinking, geez, I saw somebody with vertigo or something. Did I tell them not to drive? You know, um, it might seem a bit self-evident, friend, but, um, you know, if, if you are in a tip and you say, God, I felt terrible and my head was spinning and I felt awful, and irrespective of what the doctor said to you, because you're only human, mm-hmm. you know, you shouldn't really step into a car if you're feeling like crap. You know, that's, of course, <laughs> that's yes. the bottom line. And is it, linked, is it linked, Pat, to, to migraine? Because a couple of people make that point to me, is it? There is. There is a, there's a rare type of migraine that can give you, um, that can give you vertigo. Mm. And it's um, trying to actually entangle what it is doing is, is kind of very difficult. And it's really the job for the expert. Um, if they come to me now, the first thing is, are they having a stroke? Is their blood pressure normal? Mm. Do they have a ear infection? Sometimes ear infections can spark off this kind of thing. Mm. And then again, like the laryngitis, that could be that generally viral. Um, since we got antibiotics, you generally don't see people with terrible operating mastoiditis, that's bad ear infections, you know. We used to see them, well, way before my time, in Victorian times. Um, that was a big deal. 
that's mm. my license, but you, you don't see it anymore. But um, if you feel feel very, very sick, and, it, and often you see that they're tied in because you can feel very nauseated with them. And yes, actually, yeah, there, yeah. There's a thing called mania, which means that your your um, your hearing loss goes slowly and you get ringing in your ears, you get tinnitus, and um, your ear, I believe, kind of feels full, and that, um, that can take it off. But most, a lot of the time, and the, 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 ter- the terms are, they used are very technical, but a lot of the time it's, it's crystals in your um, lab, in your cochlea, your labyrinth. And um, I'm sure you know the experience of trying to get a, a plectrum out of a guitar. I, I certainly do. I certainly do. Yeah, the plectrum yeah. is the pick and it's this thing, and you drop it into the middle of your guitar, and you have to shake it around to try and get it to come out of the hole. Yeah. Well, you've got these three semicircular canals in your ear, and they're full of a nice, soapy kind of a goo. And the goo moves, and it sets off these little sensors. And sometimes a little bit of a crystal can get loose, and it goes wandering off into the wrong canal. And it flips and sets off all kinds of sensors and things. So what you've got to do is you've got to maneuver the head to get the crystal to fall out of the hole and back where it's supposed to go. Wow. And that's a job for a skilled physiotherapist. But if you or I had, um, had symptoms like we were uh, like TIA or a stroke and we went into a casualty department, they'd bring up a physio to check us out and they'd tell in you in about two minutes if it's um, vertigo or not or labyrinthitis or any of these conditions. And they do it by moving your head around and burping your eyes and things. Yes. And they can sort of treat it with a thing called the Epley Maneuver. And um, if you've got recurrent vertigo or chronic if it's going on for a long time, you'd certainly look up um, going to a physiotherapist who specialises in these things. Right. Way better than any tablet. And they can fix you up. Right, but to be certain of, of what it is, Pat, is what you're saying to me. To be certain of what it is if you've never had it before. Yes. But if you know you've got vertigo and, you know, tablets aren't much good. They're kind of good enough for the nausea, but they don't do a pick of a lot more and can make you a bit dopey. But um, I suppose the message... Um, or when uh, to get out there is um, if vertigo is, is a problem for you, um, it's quite easy to find a physiotherapist who specialises in this. Right. And they will uh, sort you out. Which is very good news indeed. Pat, it's always mm-hmm. a pleasure. And you look after yeah, yourself care, and look Thank after that laryngitis. And thanks very much. I'll send you, honey. No <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> okay, good luck. Good luck to you, Pat. Bye bye. And that's our GP, the very popular. Uh, Dr. Pat Harrell, based, of course, in uh, Nina. News and information's on the way. Tip today with Fran Curry. With Slattery's Garage, puck on. You can't beat experience. With over 50 years maintaining Peugeot cars and vans, we like to call ourselves the experts. Call Slattery's Garage for a free vehicle health check today. 067 24111 or slatterysgarage.ie.